When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dave, I don't know if this matters much to the audience, but when we're recording this specific episode, it's our first episode of our now yearly traditional Thanksgiving week marathon day where we record, you know, three to four episodes in a whole day just because, you know, we we have the day off work, yeah. you know, it's it's becoming it's it's been two years in a row now, so I'm going to call it a tradition. Tradition, I, I think so too. It's a yeah. great tradition. I actually took the entire week off. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I worked. Yeah, I worked Monday and Tuesday. Took today, then uh, I don't work again till Monday. So there we go. I don't know when this episode will release, so this might be you know not timely information, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm just talking to you, brother. It's absolutely um, <laughs> amazing to just have this time and this space. We got uh, Arya the dog here watching over proceedings. Yep, good old Arya. Yep. We got a cooler full of what, what's in there, Ben? Uh, we got the champagne of beers, <laughs> Miller Miller High Life. And this is actually my first experience with Miller High Life. Yeah. I've had Miller Light. I've had uh, basically just Miller Lite when it comes to Miller, but I've never had Miller High Life. And what are your initial thoughts uh, on you know this new it's, experience? It's a game changer, bro. <laughs> it is a game changer. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean it's it tastes like Miller Lite to me, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, but, you it, know. It's actually a little sweeter. Yeah. You know, the alcohol content's a little higher, so I think yeah. get, I'm breaking my my lower carb rule just a right. bit. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mister. I don't like carbs, <laughs> but I drink beer. Do. Yeah. Uh, we've got. Uh, my wife also made uh, chicken tacos. Those yep. are in the warmer there, and we have a we have uh, tortillas for you. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Give tortillas to the fat guy. <laughs> yeah, so I appreciate you do that. You. <laughs> you, you do you, bro. Ben, what are we uh, talking about today? As we kick things off for well, you called it friendsgiving, but that's a little that's pretty lame. <laughs> yeah, that pods is lame. giving at least. Yeah, pods giving. There you go. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah, pods giving. Uh, yeah, it's it's the day. Yeah, again, where we uh, dedicated to podcasts yep. you know i just want everybody to know you're bad friends yep. there <laughs> thank you thank <laughs> you welcome. uh and today obviously you can tell by the title of the episode we're going over a foreign film that's, yeah it's getting a lot a lot of buzz around it some great reviews uh it's called parasite uh it came out uh, again this year uh, i was looking at imdb and like the uh genre is comedy drama thriller mystery yeah this movie's all over the place. <laughs> and all of those do make sense. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah. Uh, well, so this would be technically our second foreign film, right? If you count Roma. Yeah, Roma. Is yeah. there another one there that we might have done? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I think uh yeah, I think this is the fully uh fully subtitled movie that uh, we've done. So Not to get off into a tangent, but what would you say is the more foreign of the two in terms of just your because you're reading subtitles, right? And uh, uh, I would say uh, this one, yeah. Parasite. I mean, because Roma, I don't know. I, I guess you know, being in America, we're more familiar, I guess, with Spanish yeah. language. And although you that know. one was more of a period piece, 
yeah that's true yeah yeah i would say this parasite is definitely modern time i would assume Uh, one of the Um, things i was struck by was the integration of american culture and i don't know if this movie was made with american audiences in mind i would assume probably yeah i I would think so i mean especially uh you know with with him teaching the girl english and stuff right Um, uh there was american indian stuff with the right the headdress yeah and then the kid shooting arrows and stuff she's like yeah i bought these from the u.s so I think they must be. Is this sort of like when when uh, when uh, sort of like action movies they throw in a Chinese character or a China setting <laughs> to appeal to the Chinese audiences? Right. No. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. You got to make it uh, you know accessible to to all people. But yeah, I mean, uh, or were you uh, are you a fan of not a fan, but does subtitles throw you off when watching a movie like this? Uh, not particularly. Because I tend to watch, there's a lot of movies where I end up turning the subtitles on or TV shows, either because the dialogue is muddled or I just really like, wait, what did they say here? Right. You don't want to miss anything. So I'm sort of used to it. So subtitles by themselves don't throw me. But similar to Roma, it's harder to read the performance of the actor. I 100% agree there. Yeah. Because, yeah, you don't get all the little facial expressions and, you know, the the emotion they're trying to uh, convey. You definitely Um, lose something there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, But, yeah, this one, uh, you know, it's definitely an interesting uh, start, interesting premise. I I went into this not watching a trailer, not... um, reading i read you know the quick synopsis that's on uh imdb but i didn't see any trailers didn't read any in-depth reviews of it i just was aware that this one's getting a lot of buzz yeah uh so i had no idea what to expect with this one yeah well i knew even less because i didn't even hear this movie until you suggested doing it yesterday so (laughs) yeah we are yeah uh, I mean, it's it's got a chance for for Oscars. I mean, it most like. I mean, I haven't seen any other form, but just reading, uh, you know how I'm a big awards guy. But reading, you know, awards predictions, this is definitely front runner for best foreign film. Uh, but it also could get other om- uh, nominations uh, for it. Um, possibly best best picture, best screenplay, something like that. Um, but uh but yeah, I'm with you there with the yeah, it's harder to or harder to read performances when you have to read subtitles. Um now, yeah, right away we get a, a sense of uh the poverty stricken uh family that we're dealing with. You know, right away we, you know, see that they're you know the Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi they were using <laughs> no longer has a password they're or living... they need a password for it so they can no longer use it for free. Right. They're sort of in a basement. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Weird spot. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting because, you know, South Korea is a pretty wealthy country. Um, for, you know, what we would think maybe. I mean, we know of big corporations. There's Samsung, LG, right. Hyundai, yeah. Kia, yeah. you know, stuff like that. You know, and uh, they have, I think they have a pretty high standard of living. They're, they're one of the richer countries in the world, but there's, there's poverty everywhere. Right. Yeah. yeah there is that class uh difference you know that that you that you see here um and yeah i mean because obviously you you know this family starts working for a rich family yeah and they uh you know i like this scheming that's involved you know with uh getting (laughs) getting into it uh you know first you have uh the the teenage character who uh is met by his friend who was once tutoring this uh this girl to to teach english and um 
uh, and then he, you know he asks if he could do it, so he goes and he like fakes a resume and stuff right. by his sister, who's good at Photoshop. Um, it just shows how different these worlds are, right? Definitely. Um, I was uh, talking to to Vinny uh, about it, and yeah, he was you know bringing up how this movie kind of compares. You can see parallels with this and Joker, uh, with the class divide. You yeah. know, you got the the rich and the poor, and uh, and all that. That's so. a great take. I mean, that's a, that's a big thing. Yeah. in this movie clearly. Yeah, and even you know, what do they say about the uh, the, the richer the rich housewife that family, um, the Park family? Mm-hmm. They were how they were saying how naive she is, how trusting she is, right? You know, but yeah. in her world, the people that she interacts with aren't as far as she knows right aren't trying to screw her over right you know that's not what it's not cutthroat definitely and and they even bring up in the movie that uh she's uh you know someone says she's rich and nice and then i think the dad says no she's nice because she's rich (laughs) you know because they don't have to you know deal with you know the modern or you know regular problems like people in poverty things like that um so yeah i liked how it uh touched on that that was a a nice touch um what do you uh what do you what's your take on this this rock uh so so this kid comes and uh you know gives like i'm not gonna i'm gonna butcher all the names so i'm not even gonna say him he gives the kid in this movie i guess the protagonist uh, in this movie the 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 rock from his from his grandfather what's uh what's your take on that i don't know they were they seems to have some value beyond it just being a rock right it's it's a symbol and that's maybe that's something maybe a little bit missing from this culture that i don't quite understand yeah because uh, they were like they call it like a scholar rock or something mm-hmm. in the beginning and it's supposed to bring good fortune or good or wealth to whoever right. possesses it um the dad immediately understands what this is, what the s- symbology of it. Right. It's more than a rock. So is it's and then the, the son, he he and then towards the end he's like cradling it. He won't right. let go of it. So yeah. I think it's his belief that if I have this thing, it will it will help me. And then eventually you have to let that go because it's not the rock doesn't mean anything actually. It's just it's what you think of it. But the, the world is still there and out there and crushing yeah. you just having a rock isn't gonna fix it yeah you know? yeah definitely and yeah, yeah i mean it's uh, i think it's supposed to represent a mountain so i don't know if it's like yeah you're you know basically just trying to climb this mountain oh, your whole yeah. life and the rich family lived in a mountain oh yeah yeah well there so, you go so that's yeah, part of it definitely um uh so getting back to the the scheming uh i thought this was this was a nice touch to the film you know the the son gets in he's going to tutor their daughter um and then uh and then she says something about her son how he's you know had some trauma that happened to him in first grade or something and then he's uh, a brilliant artist br- brilliant artist <laughs> and uh and that's when that's when our uh, our 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 hero protagonist uh, character comes in and says he he knows a friend of a friend whose cousin is <laughs> in you know who who does tutor art she's really good you know yeah. she went to chicago for school all this and uh so you know right right away you're thinking oh his sister was good at photoshop she's probably good at art and now she sneaks in and is now <laughs> the uh the the 
uh, tutor for for this young boy. Yeah, I happen um, to know someone. <laughs> yep, just happen to know someone. And then right away, she uh, gets a drive home from the uh, Mr. Park's driver, and uh, she she sets a uh, sets sets a little trap uh, for him. She takes her panties off. Leaves him in the car. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think the parents were in on this, or was this totally the the, the siblings hatching this on their own? I think the siblings uh, initiated the idea, but yeah. the parents were totally for it. Yeah, they, they were not opposed at yeah. all. But I was just when, curious, they weren't in on it in the beginning. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a, a good question. Yeah. Um, but we learned about this family's not only they're poor, but they've suffered a long string of failures. Mm-hmm. Right. There was like a it was like a bake shop and a right. chicken place. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. All these businesses have failed, and it, the guy with the the dad was a driver. Right. Really failures. Yeah, and I mean, but not. No, they didn't touch on it uh, a lot, but yeah, there's pictures of him. It looks like he used to be an athlete of some sort yeah, and, and had, medal like, medals that he was saving, and yeah. stuff. And then, you know, not to get into the to, to the end or anything, but I'm going to. Um, you know, after the their house was flooded and everything, there's a great quote from the dad, um, you know, kind of saying, uh, talking about plans, um, trying to find the quote here. Yeah, we're spoiling um, this, right? As oh yeah. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, that, I noticed that the idea of a plan was peppered throughout this movie. Right, the right. characters are uh, the dad especially, and uh, you know you got to have a plan. What's your plan? He's asking other characters. Right, and yeah, it's it. Yeah, you got to have a plan. And then he, yeah, he comes to just realize after this stuff that we'll get into in a minute here. He says, I'm going to read the quote. Uh, you know what kind of plan never fails? No plan. No plan at all. You know why? Because life cannot be planned. Look around you. Do you think these people made a plan to sleep in the sports hall with you? <laughs> but here we are now, sleeping together on the floor. So there's no need for a plan. You can't go wrong with no plans. We don't need to make a plan for anything. It doesn't matter what will happen next. Even the con- if the country gets destroyed or sold out, nobody cares. God it so you know it's it's very dark and pessimistic giving up a little bit right right yeah definitely giving up and uh you know it's uh and and that's what uh his son was kind of uh trying to do is have a plan for his future and i think that kind of goes back to the rock a little you know having this thing that will bring him something um it is true though i mean everyone tells you you need a plan for life and then just as many people tell you, yeah, well, that you think so. You're, good luck with that five-year plan because in five right. years you'll, you'll be somewhere totally different than you imagined. Um, so, I mean, you, you know, so it is kind of interesting right. to think about that because life does shit on you. Uh, but, yeah. you know, at the same time, you also you can't just do nothing, right, and just hope things come to you. So. Right. Definitely not. Yeah, you got you to gotta do something. Yes, I, I can understand why he's feeling this way at this moment when he's talking about not having a plan. But, you know, you yeah you can't just not do anything the other thing i noticed too um the smelling this was class i mean totally if you don't smell good right every, you know it's a symbol you know if you if you're poor you smell yeah basically. yeah well because right away, when the f- smell first gets brought up it's the little boy saying oh she smells just like uh yeah, yeah. the driver and he smells just like the tutors and it's just like okay yeah. But, but yeah it's it is about you they know, can the, literally the sniff out that you're poor right <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly yeah yeah it's, don't belong. yeah and uh and then eventually the dad has had it with that uh which uh you know 
he he takes action on at the end uh but but yeah i just love their their scheming to get into this house all four of them somehow get jobs with this rich family scheming to to let the um uh dad be the driver because yeah. of the whole panty situation found in the car what were you i want to know if you were thinking the same thing i was this movie you're not really sure where it's gonna go right you know you kind of I think you're telegraphed in some way that it's going to get dark. Right. But you just don't know how and when. Yes. I was wondering if, is this film, are they just going to murder them and just take their house? That's, or? yeah, I was, I, I had no idea because I, I mean, people were raving about this movie and I, I just knew that it had to be one of those movies where something big happens. Yeah. And I had no idea as I was watching it, what was going to happen. Like I was just watching it as it unfurled and yeah. it, Surprise me. So what they essentially do is replace the the family, the Kim. I'm sorry, the Park family already has a driver, uh, a live-in maid, uh, and the the Kim family moves their way in and gets those people fired and takes their jobs. Right. <laughs> and what what really sets everything off is that older uh, the the former live-in housekeeper shows up one night. Ringing the doorbell, and this is when the family goes off camping. Right, this is great because the, the the Kim family is drunk. And right, yeah. By the way, the kids are drunk like all the time. With right, their parents. They <laughs> well, th- this is also when I thought something big was going to happen because the dad like freaks out for a minute, wipes things off the table, and grabs the mom, and then he says he was just kidding. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but speaking of, I think yeah. uh, this. A- I'm sorry, I don't know any of the actors. I don't know any of the directors. It's okay, I can't pronounce these names. So. Just- <laughs> Just go on IMDb, I guess, right? Because I don't know what, what yeah, the point is right. trying. But I thought this particular actor, the guy who plays the, the father, the Kim father, was right. great. I think this is the best performance of the movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Sun Kyun Lee. Exactly. So Sun Kyun Lee, <laughs> great performance. And you actually, what's so good, just a testament to the movie, is when you're watching a foreign film and you get the jokes, you mm-hmm. get the subtleties yeah. of what they're saying and what they're doing. It's Definitely. very hard to pull off. It's very, it's difficult, as we said earlier, to read and watch at the mm-hmm. same time. But almost, I mean, really, I think from second five, when when the son is trying to get that Wi-Fi, as you mentioned, I'm kind of engaged. There's right. something about this film that's very engrossing. It, it just sucks you right into the action. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, did, it didn't take long to get used to the environment and what uh, what they were going through. Um, and I don't know anything about South Korean film. Right. I don't know anything about this director. He, may, I don't know if he's the greatest South South Korean director of all time. If he's their Scorsese yeah. or if he's a new guy, <laughs> maybe I don't know. But yeah. that's okay. We're it's 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 actually maybe better. I think. For us to jump into this thing with completely fresh right. eyes. Yeah. No, I, We're not, I we don't have any biases. Yeah. No bias thinking like, oh, this director's great. So I'm most likely going to like it. And kind Although of it was slightly it. biased because we got good reviews. So right. That's true. Too, yeah. Like, oh, this is a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. Now I have to put my, my, my movie credit yeah. on. And, so, yeah. The, um, <laughs> I, I also, um, you see a difference in class even below them. They keep seeing this homeless guy outside their basement, yeah, like pissing and yeah. everything like that. You Everybody know, looks so. down on somebody, right? Yeah, so there's there's that too, uh, which is an interesting element. But yeah, actually, uh, go ahead. Sorry, one other thing I want to mention before the piss, piss outside. Well, everyone seems to be really hammered, right? By the way, the peeing. I felt like the rain was almost a symbol for urine. Because you have the the rich people high up 
and then it floods. Right. Yeah. And floods out all the poor people. That was almost like the rich pissing on the poor. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great symbolism. Grabbing on that. Because yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't know if Korea, South Korea is like that, where the rich people live higher up. Right. Almost like maybe like Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. Where the wealthy Beverly Hills living up in the, in the mountains and in the hills. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The peons are down below. Yeah. I don't know if the it's peons. like peons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> peons. Literally. Is that where that comes from? No, we got to. Probably. <laughs> the peons is literally peons. Ah, getting That's peed great. On. That's okay. Yeah, we Let's like that. No, but yeah, that's a great point. Great symbolism. And it, it, uh, as uh, the younger character kept saying, he, he said a lot in the film. He said, so metaphorical. So I think that was, uh, um, you know, I think that's what this movie's trying to do is bring up these metaphors. Yeah. And I think the. Uh, Back to the rock, I think the rock essentially could be the parasite, you know, that kind of infected the family, you know, kind of because they it kind of it just spread from there. You oh, know? that's actually great because we yeah we touched on this earlier. He had to let go of it to actually move forward. So, mm-hmm. so well, it's not the rock, which is a symbol of this almost. I don't want to call it greed, but right. this desire to 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 take to, not earn it. Right. Yeah, yeah. To yeah to better your life by just taking. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end, the son he he determines on his own that I'm going to make enough money to do this thing that I want to do. Sure. And it didn't have anything to do with the rock. Right. The rock is yeah the symbol. Of, it's like a poison in your mind. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's I definitely think that's where because I was trying to think the whole movie yeah, where why where why yeah why is it, why is it called the parasite or parasite yeah. and so yeah I definitely think it kind of starts with yeah. that great um, point and then yeah parasites I think we figured spread. it out dude. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's get into this turn here, which we yes. detoured off of, which and then just move through the end yep. here is is when this housekeeper shows up. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, because she got fired because they found out she was allergic to peaches <laughs> and they were like sprinkling peach dust on her to make her have uh, allergy fits. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a I don't know want to call it a caper. In a sense, yeah. Maybe that's the mystery element. Yeah, you know, it almost reminded me of it's totally stupid to say, but like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, because like you know they'd walk, they 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 scrape the fuzz off peaches, put right. it into a little vial, and then would walk by her and just like throw the dust on her. Right. Yeah. It reminds me of like you know how you're walking by and you just you do that, you know. <laughs> but it's reminds me of that kind of a movie. Yeah. Where it's like a mystery adventure trying to crack a safe or there's just a way to get this woman out of this job because she was locked in. She was there before with for the architect that that owned the house prior to this family moving in. She stayed on. Yeah. And that's how she knew there was that whole cellar beneath. So let's get it. Yeah. Let's get into that. Um, So, yeah, they use the peaches to get her out. And I like how the driver basically says, like, oh, I just happened to be in the hospital. I took a selfie for my wife and I heard her talking about that she had tuberculosis (laughs) and all that. Um, but yeah, they're they're having a good He's time practicing at, his lines, right? Yeah, that was yeah. a good that, that was a good touch. They're just basically kind of making a script of, uh, for it all. Yeah, um, it was like too loud, and the son's like. Your emotion is way up here. <laughs> yeah, he's, basically, <laughs> he's being the director of of this heist. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so they're having a good time at that uh, the rich people's house because they're out of town camping. Uh, it starts raining and everything, and they get a knock on the door, and it's the old housekeeper saying she needs something. She left something down in the basement, um, and they you know uh, reluctantly let her in. Um, 
and as of now, she just thinks it's, thinks it's a housekeeper there. She follows her down to the cellar. She's like, I forgot something. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> and you know, you go down this long corridor of a cellar, go down the stairs. And, and now we're into some, where are we? Yeah. What's happening? Like, <laughs> this is where I thought it was like, all right, this is going to turn into a horror film. Yeah. Are like, there like people, <laughs> wa- are there like hordes of people waiting under there to right. do something? Yeah. What in God's name is happening? Right. And it's, uh, it's her husband who's been down there for four years uh that she obviously keeps going down and feeding and all that um he's hiding from creditors aka loan sharks um well because she says like this is so this one of the little bits of humor in here is this goes in perfect with the creditors right well what she says is rich people build bunkers under their houses because of you know Kim Jong Un, right, the North yeah. Koreans, right? And it's—I don't want to go too far, but it's interesting the way that that gets brought up in the movie a couple of times. Definitely, they have a crazy neighbor like just above them. I know, and this must yeah. weigh on their psyche oh, all the I'm time. Sure. It must manifest itself in things like media and just their, their all their thoughts. But it's funny because she talks about something so serious, like they build a bunker in case there's a missile attack, and she's like, "Or creditors? Well, like, oh, what do you need a bunker for creditors? <laughs> Nuclear attack for creditors? You know? Oh yeah, that makes sense. Totally the same. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> good stuff. Um, so yeah, essentially, your husband's down there, and then uh, uh, I forget what happened. Oh yeah, the the family falls down the stairs yeah. that she didn't know it was there, and she hears the tutor call him dad, yeah. and she's recording this, and then basically she. She has what's essentially a a nuclear missile, right. you know. Uh, husband's like, button. The, the send button is right. a, is like, can, yeah, you've got your uh, yeah your hand on the yeah. nuclear missile button. Uh, this is great. We have so much power. And yeah, like getting sort of drunk on that power. Right. So yeah, this is where the the suspense starts to build up. They they eventually get the upper hand on the old maid and her husband, tie him up, all that, um, and then. Uh, they get a call saying, uh, we're going to be home in eight minutes. Can you have food ready? Uh, things didn't go well. It was raining or something like that. That meal actually looked quite good. I know it, it did. Like, yeah, the ramen, with the, you know. With the raw beef sauteed. Yeah, with, yeah looked good. <laughs> I'd like a dish of that even though I don't You want to stop now and just eat the <laughs> go, go make that? Um, yeah, you have eight minutes. And we're not eight minutes <laughs> yeah. away from clearing this yeah. thing up. And they don't even <laughs> thoroughly clean. They just shove stuff under it and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, so I thought, that, yeah, so that's when the suspense starts to build up. And and uh, the teenager hides under the bed of the other teenage girl. Um, the other girl hides under like a coffee table in the living room. Yeah. And um, and then when the... When the um, new maid you know the mom of the film makes the ramen is bringing it towards uh the owner of the house uh the old maid comes up and is kind of disarrayed because they put peaches on her to you know make her allergy yeah yeah she just kicks her down the stairs a lot of peaches yes (laughs) and yeah just because she sort of comes up as a out of the shadow right just yeah. kicks her back i thought that was funny <laughs> yeah no it was but then, until i saw the tumble yeah and, concrete. and then the hitting her head <laughs> in the concrete like yeah. jesus um so yeah that happens um and then uh yeah so i mean and then then the family's kind of stuck in the house because the the family's there now and they decide to sleep in the living room because the little kid wants to sleep out in the tent um they have to listen to them fool around on the couch, <laughs> which is awkward. But that's when we, yeah, he talks about the smell, right? Um, yeah, that's because he starts smelling. He's like, I smell. Uh, yeah. Well, I forgot the dad's name. Yeah. And then he's, he's literally under them. Yeah. And he starts smelling his. 
his own shirt. <laughs> it's like it just it's like what the hell? It's on me. I can't right. get rid of it. Right. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's not just yeah. It's more than that. I mean, it's you literally. He's a different kind of different class of person. Right. And you can't really escape it. Definitely. Uh, a funny thing there though, because he starts rubbing her her boob, and she's like clockwise or something. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And then she puts it's funny. She puts her hand on his pants, and I was just waiting for him to say something like a critique, like. Yeah, he's like, like counterclockwise. <laughs> yeah. I was, I just waiting for that joke, just for yeah. him, for him to say something to her about how she was doing it wrong. But you know, you can't, you can't, uh, get, yeah, can't get every you, dirty joke you want. Right, exactly. Yeah, I know you're always looking for them dirty jokes. Like, if I was directing this, I would have had her say this. <laughs> but yeah, they're um, underneath. They're like, right. what do we do now? Yeah. And the boys outside camping in the rain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they. Uh, By the way, the one more American yeah, reference: Boy Scouts. Because right, they're doing yeah. the Morse code thing. Another yeah. American infiltration. Definitely. So, and they're also, what do they say about something about, well, they're Christians or something as well. So yeah. I don't think Koreans were, obviously Christianity came to Korea at some point. Yeah, m- must have, yeah. But I thought that was also interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah, they're definitely very, you know, they're. it's not like North Korea. It's crazy like how close they are and, you know, how, how different living is. I know. Well, this, you know? Back to my first, my original, not my original, but my, my question at the beginning, what's more foreign? Is it? modern north korea or 70s mexico i don't know now so yeah <laughs> seriously yeah i don't know the language is so difficult though There's yeah no- oh 100 yeah. yeah i'll never learn it so <laughs> <laughs> but it makes like uh, with spanish you have some familiarity right yeah closer connection and it, korean makes no goddamn sense to me see si, see si. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but, the, you, but speaking of the morris code you get the uh you know, the guy kind of like banging the light switch with his head until yeah. it's bleeding, you know, yeah. trying to send a message. And uh, you get the bo- little boy seeing it, you know, writing it out, seeing what's happening. Um, and then the the family gets out other than the maid because she's at least supposed to be there. Um, you know, they get out and come and it's been raining and they come down to their, you know, I, I don't want, I don't know why I want to call it a village, uh, but they come down to their city and it's yeah. totally flooded and everything like that. Their basements flooded. The, the sewer, it's, sewage yeah, is sewage. Out of the yeah. Ugh, nasty. It's and so she fu- starts smoking a cigarette while she's while she's block, blocking the toilet. I know they weren't really in like a big rush. Right. To do, they're yeah. just sort of just accepting their fate. Yeah. I mean, sense. what are you going to do at that point? This is I life. Mean, yeah. This is. I live. I live in this yeah. shit. And and the dad's trying to save you know memorabilia and things like that, uh, so you know it's uh, it's sad, but uh, but yeah they they kind of accept it at that point, and then that's when we get them in the gym or whatever, and he brings up that point about yeah. not making not plans. plans. Yeah, Did yeah, we'd be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know it's you understand his point. It's like you know if you're a pessimist, you know why why wouldn't I think that you know? Yeah. Well, here's a guy who's seems like he's tried a lot and right. smart guy nice guy somewhat you know besides trying to defraud people um <laughs> yes but you know a hard worker i think and uh loves his family wants to take care of his family and he's like i don't know how old he is maybe in his 40s 50s and he's right. kind of like do you think got nothing left do you think they're bad people for doing what they did just to get jobs uh i mean i mean it's the letter of the law, yes. Well, not even the law, but it's unethical. But I think that's not what the movie's talking about. I think, it, no, I know. I'm just, yeah, just bringing that up. Do you but, not think it's unethical to, to lie? No, <laughs> it definitely is. But say it was just the two, uh, it, just him and his sister were the tutors. Yeah, not so bad. I think involving the parents, 
involving yeah. the whole family. Yeah. Because they're essentially just trying to... It's manipulation. Yeah. Blackmail, yeah. you know, everything like that. So, yeah. No, I mean... I, it's it not wrong. right. Yeah. <laughs> but I do... The movie's making some good points that we can we can zero in on and appreciate, but I don't get really all of it. I'm not exactly sure what it's trying to say, unless it's sort of the thing where well, you leave the rock aside and then what you'll become prosperous on your own but that's not necessarily true so right I'm kind of missing the lesson uh, yeah there might have been more things the wealthy man said mr park or whatever you know that said like uh I, I i don't know what he said but maybe there's more there that um that will make sense i don't know yeah. but maybe after a second watch or something so things get really haywire here yes <laughs> because they can't get rid of this this older couple and they don't really know how to get rid of them right because they don't they don't want to kill them right yeah they just want them away definitely <laughs> <laughs> just get out of here um i want to say when um mr park is driving not mr park he's getting driven by the dad yeah. I, I keep calling him the dad so get used to it um he's uh when i know the last I, name is kim that's all kim yeah he he starts smelling himself again i think as he's driving yeah you know and yeah, uh, when he was driving the, the wife she she plugged her nose oh that's what it was yes yeah yeah and she like rolled down the window and stuff and yeah. he's just like he's kind of had it at that point like it's just like i'm living in shit like my house is full of shit and, you know, here you are planning this party, this needless party for your boy who won't even appreciate it. You're inviting just adults and, you know. Uh, well, someone brings like the cello. Right. Yeah. All this stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what the son's like. I don't belong here. I don't, right. I don't even know who these people are or how they even how, how do they even become what what they are. Right. You know, yeah. Sense. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think this 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 movie is trying to just bring up that you know again uh, the the parasite title, you know thing things spread, you know it doesn't just you know you're successful at one thing, all right let's 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 push this even further let's it's gonna it's gonna keep spreading you yeah. know it's gonna it's gonna keep infecting what's what's here you know I wonder what the question is the rich husband what is what does he do did he I mean, he hustled something. Did he? Did he hustle anything? He, he did it in a, in a sort of so-called ethical way. I mean, he, but he made money, and did he right. deceive somebody at one point to get to his position, or did I, he I, sort of fudge, fudge his credentials yeah. in order to get in with somebody else? You know, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, you don't know how how he got there. And it's interesting how he keeps, you know, when he's talking to to Mister Kim uh, about like loving his wife. What do you what do you think that was all about? Like he, you know, he said, "Oh, you're doing it because you love your wife," and he said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 go with that." She can't clean. She can't cook. Yeah, I'm not really sure what she does. <laughs> yeah, um, she has my son. Or she, right. She yeah, my son. Other than that, yeah, it's not. It, it, it's that they're rich but not happy. Right. You know, they have seemingly everything, and that house was. I mean, amazing. I know. Right? And that yeah. entrance, sort of that that wall entrance into a garden, yeah, up into the house. So great, yeah. Um, and then we get to the to the birthday party. Um, everyone's invited. You know, the driver, the two tutors, um, and uh, this is this is where even more uh, <laughs> shit goes down. This is uh, so he brings the rock there, um, and he's going down to the basement. I assume to. Yeah, why did he bring the rock? 
I don't know. It, maybe to like it? get rid of it. I don't like it. I thought he was going to kill the other guy with it. You know, the the husband that's locked downstairs. Maybe Do you, does he? Yeah, give them the rock for their good fortune. Right. I don't maybe. What, yeah, he wasn't going to kill them. So I don't know. I, nah, I don't. Maybe I. I thought maybe he was going to kill him. Oh, why? They're not murderers. All right. Well, yeah, that's no. You're actually you're right. Yeah, maybe the rock will bring them fortune. Maybe they'll. Uh, no, yeah, maybe they'll appreciate it. You know, this gift. Hey, I'm giving you a gift. Let's call this a truce. We'll let you out. Maybe this I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to make things right. Grasping at straws here because but, they gotta yeah. they gotta solve this problem. Right. And they don't yeah. know how. And then I mean, he goes down there. I mean, he's he thinks he sees. Well, I don't know if he saw the wife or just the yeah. a, a hoodie, but he's like, are you okay? He's scared. I mean, mm. if he was going down there to, to kill somebody, he right. would have just dropped the rock on the head of someone laying down, right? Just to get it over with. Right. And that doesn't yeah. happen. Instead, he gets a garrote or something yeah. strung around his neck and then pulls into yeah. the, I mean, He slots it into the pipes. Yeah. Because the, the, the wife essentially died from when that lady kicked her down the stairs, right? right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she had like a concussion, concussion and she like felt dizzy. See. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, she she died from that. Um, so uh, yeah, the kid didn't know. So yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I don't think he was there to kill him. But Husband yeah, when he gets, waiting. He gets oh, pulled great. by that dog catcher thing, like you said, great action. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it it gets intense from here. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting too. Going back, yeah, the the boy said he saw a ghost like back in first grade and it was actually the husband that was locked down in the basement yeah. just kind of creeping up he has this like weird ass face um and then the kid like has a seizure over it or something um well, that's what the issue that, that happened he saw that man right yeah and the family seemed to think ghosts ghosts were good ghosts were like some positive right yeah they were like a some premonition that things are okay. right it wasn't like a haunting thing yeah. or anything like that, that it was oh you know, yeah i mean Dave, ghosts are bad. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah basically the, the kid gets kind of captured here. Uh, and then me- in the meantime, Mr. Kim and Mr. Park are, you know, playing with the kids. And this is where Mr. Park kind of or Mr. Kim kind of gets in with Mr. Park and is like telling him like, he, again, he talks about loving his wife. Yeah. And Mr. Park's like, you're being paid to be here. You know, this this isn't a, we're not talking about this. So he kept bringing that up. Yeah. I, 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 do you have any thoughts on that, Dave? I don't, I don't know. Maybe a sense that he was. Well, he kept saying something about crossing the line. Right. And maybe that's what he, he was talking about. Whereas the help, they think you're their friend. Right. And that they're sort of a part of the family. Maybe that line is, no, you work. You're my employee. Right. You may see me every day and do everything I tell you, and we might joke and talk and stuff, but at the end of the day, you, yeah. you're just the help. It's kind, it's kind of like what I just watched Funny People again the other night, and uh, uh, that's what Adam Sandler tells Seth Rogen. Like, we're not friends. Like, you work for me. You yeah. know, just he's being a dick. So but like crossing the line. Maybe, yeah, maybe you, that's you, what that you, was. You cross yeah. the line, yeah. yeah. Um, we might be sitting here together on, in the hiding out with right. two Indian headdresses on, but don't take this as... as <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> this isn't fun. You're working right now. Um, but then, so yeah, the the, the uh, guy captures uh, our young teenager tutor guy. I keep I keep messing up. I, I, I Do you know what to call him? What's his name? I'm just going to let you hang that. Okay. 
<laughs> the protagonist. He's not really a protagonist, though. But but basically, they get upstairs, and then uh, husband dude bashes him in the head with a rock. Oh, wasn't thinking that was Yeah, happen. and then uh, cuts back, I think, to the party, and then back there, and he's sitting in a pool of blood. I think he's dead. He hits him again. Yeah, he hits him again, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, he's really dead. dead. So it's I'm like a 20-pound like, rock, right? Yeah, so I'm just like, what the hell is going he on? Just killed our favorite character. Well, maybe second favorite character, but yeah. <laughs> our favorite character. Um, well, I love the dad more, I think. Yeah, yeah. but then uh, they're bringing out the cake to the kid. Uh, dude's walking through the party, bloody head and everything. Grabs a butcher knife. Grabs a butcher knife and goes and stabs the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd like, he go for her? I don't know. Well, at first I thought it was the wife of Mr. Park. That just might be my, my ignorance of... <laughs> let's, let's not go there. Okay, let's not go there. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, he goes for her. Maybe that's the first person he saw that and he recognized from that night. Dave, it's going to be okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Maybe, yeah, that's the first person he recognized from that night. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he goes and stabs her. And uh, the kid right away sees the, the guy again and faints and, like, is having a seizure. And they're like, oh, we got to go to the hospital. And he's telling Mr. Pa- Mr. Kim, like, yo, you got to drive me. <laughs> but Mr. Kim's like, no, I'm staying with, like, he didn't say this, but he's staying with his daughter because his daughter just got stabbed. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other husband goes after the mom this time they're fighting over and then she finally kills him with the kebab knife <laughs> with the, still got sausages on it. Um, but then right the side. even oh, yeah. The, yeah, again, this whole sequence is just, yeah, it's just like crazy <laughs> for lack of a better word. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but then. Mr. Nice, nice, uh, sunny garden yeah. place. Yeah, it's beautiful. High upper class people right. all dressed in white and playing the cello and prancing in the meadow. Right. This man comes and all of a sudden everyone's killing each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then Mr. Kim then goes after Mr. Park with a knife yeah. and stabs him. And this is actually right after he grabs the keys underneath the dead husband, the other dead husband, and like is like doing the smelling thing again. So I think that's what set Mr. That was the Kim trigger. Off. Yeah, that was he's, like yeah, he smelled, and yeah. that was it. That was right. I'm just tired of being looked down upon. Right, because he can't even. He was well, he was going to help him, but he he smelled him and just left him left him because he stunk too much. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Too that's, low class <laughs> for my help. Yeah, you're too smelly for me. And that's it. Stabs yeah. him. Yeah. And he's done. Wow. So, yeah, that was shocking. Oh, I don't know. I want to say, what do I want to say? This is crazy action, but I think some of it is kind of, my critique is it's a little bit somewhat out of nowhere and a little over the top. I guess that's what I kind of like about it, though, because this movie you think is one thing and then it just totally turns into another thing, which... Sort you of know, some, sometimes, style yeah, sometimes, yeah, exactly. I mean, I could, you could definitely kind of compare this to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There's no violence, and then all of a sudden, there's <laughs> more violence you've ever seen in, in a ten minute scene, <laughs> which I thought was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I, I, I thought this inter- turn of events was shocking in a good way, and was just, uh, you know, it, it. it serve the movie well um so you know that all happens mr kim runs away you get uh, the kid in the hospital now he wakes up i thought he was dead he's not how did he live i don't know that's <laughs> how the hell did you live but whatever the, the rock is keeping him alive i <laughs> yeah. don't know 
Um, it was great. He yeah. wakes up laughing. Yes. And that's another uh, thing Vinny brought up to me is just how that's like Joker. He had head trauma and now he can't stop laughing. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, but then, uh, you know, he, he says he watches the house sometimes because people live there and then he notices Morse code, uh, you know, coming from there. And it's a letter from his dad basically saying I'm OK, uh, which was nice. And then, you know, it's it, uh kind of is a fantasy scene because it shows his that he buys the house because he became successful yeah. and, and everything like that and then it flashes back to him writing his dad the letter again so, so it, that's his it dream, didn't right? yeah that's his plan yeah, that's plan, his yeah, yeah it's exactly. his his dream which his dad told him not to have but he's like no i'm i'm gonna have this plan this yeah. is my dream um, i thought that was a nice I don't know how to call it a twist, but the yeah, the dad basically instead of he escapes, but instead of escaping down the street, he goes back into the bunker. Right, yeah. Which is pretty cool. And something funny, which I just found hilarious to myself, and I think was I think, I'm assuming funny to South Korean audiences, is that he he runs into the house and he's he's bloody, he's confused, he's manic, but he's he took off his shoes. <laughs> and he's holding them. Yeah. And from what I I, I know South Korean culture from Seinfeld, which oh, is where right, uh, yeah. Frank <laughs> Frank used to go to South Korea, met that girl right. who was selling the I don't know, Jesus figure right, or yeah. something like that. He went in the, the major conflict with, with the family was he wouldn't take his shoes off because he said he had a foot odor problem. <laughs> so taking your shoes off in South Korea is very serious business. So yeah. even after you murder somebody, you yeah, still, still have enough courtesy you still to do take it. your yeah. shoes <laughs> It's the moral thing to do even after you murder someone. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't notice that. Yeah, well, I'm, the, I'm always here to notice yeah, those things. That's good stuff. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, this this movie essentially ends on him uh, writing the letter, and then we kind of get that same shot uh, at the beginning of the film with the socks hanging from like the clothesline yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. at night now. Um, so so yeah, I mean, that's that's essentially what the film is. And again, as we talked about, you know, it's a it's a parasite. Something can get into your mind, and you know, just keep feeding and feeding and feeding. But if you don't use it for good or you know something that's not wholesome, yeah. but you know, it can turn into mass murder, as we see here. Uh, so yeah, we can go ahead and uh, you want to rate this this bad boy? Yeah, it's hard to rate a foreign film, um, but um, I don't know the language. I have to read. <laughs> I have to read subtitles. It's the first South Korean film ever seen, and, I, and again, I, going back to the beginning, I think it is directed or it's meant for American consumption. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this I think not just for South Korean audiences. So I agree. It's it's. So it helps us along, but it does a good job. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to give it me. I'm going to I'll just say three stars. Uh, and uh, I was engaged. It was only a little over uh, two hours. So yeah. I'll say three and three. I think this is a good movie. And yeah. I, think, I, I think that's fair. I, I don't. Very good foreign film. I think it will get nominated for something. I mean, I, it's not like I'm watching foreign films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nominated, but it's certainly it got our attention. And I, I really enjoyed just about every minute of this film. I, I like. The mystery, the drama, and the humor. Yeah, I'm there with you uh, with that. Uh, yeah, I would give it... Uh, uh, I'll give it three and a half stars. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do have these. Uh, and, and three buckets of popcorn. Yeah, I was engaged. You would do eighths if you could. Oh, I absolutely would. I think I tried that once. I think I said three and three quarters once or something. 
but uh, you wouldn't allow it. But anyways, um, but yeah, yeah, I think uh, three and a half stars. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely one of the best movies I've seen this year. Um, you know, it's uh, I think I I think I almost liked it better uh, than than Roma. So uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and end the show. Um, but uh, first, let me let me tell you about our Twitter. Uh, we are at Blockbuster Cast. Dave is at Dave underscore Quist. I am at BCCord. Uh, and also, we have a spinoff uh, podcast called Disney Plus Talk. It's uh, at Disney Plus Talk on Twitter and uh, on all the major podcasting platforms. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and end the show uh, for uh, for for Dave. I'm Ben. Oh, and also uh, be sure to uh, rate us on iTunes, review us, and all that. So that's it for us. Uh, I'm Ben. That's Dave. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the movies.